What's up, everybody? Welcome to a right after review. When was the last right after? We probably should have looked this up before uh, we did the podcast. Whatever. I it. am. I guess you're one of your three hosts. Your host for the evening, whatever you want to call it, Tanner. And with me, I'm joined by two beautiful little druids. Oh, oh, no, I'm I'm a, a necromancer. Oh, well, who are you? What's your name? Um, druid. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm a tiefling. Okay, what's your name? Wexel. Oh, oh. Whoa. yeah. I um, I got kind of excited after Dungeons and Dragons last night. Let's say I I did some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wexel <Homicide>? tried ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I went to drugs and Colt went to murder. I mean, um. Is... Maybe. What's the last like actual titled right after review? I'm thinking. I no, know I it's not Captain Marvel. No, that none of them. I don't think was any it of them. Uh, or was I, Sonic a non-canon file? I think it was Sonic. I, I think they're all called non-canon files, and then in the description we call them right after reviews. Yeah, or, yeah. I, know, yeah. I know Pat has a Pat such a playlist fiend. If you go to the go to the AYCH SoundCloud, you can see all the. The themes for our right after reviews. Okay, so the last right after review is Godzilla versus uh, King Kong. Oh, okay, that's twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. So okay, two wow. years. Wow. But yeah, that is two years. Oh God. Oh, yeah. Ta- yeah. Time is. Oh fuck. I don't like that. Porco- Jesus Christ. My steelbook copy of Porco Rosso fell from my desk. Oh my God. But we're not here so to talk old. about. Yeah, <laughs> we're not here to talk about Porco Rosso. We're here to talk about Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, I thought so you were about to say Among Us. Yes, <laughs> Honor Among Us. Um, that would have been a great name. So I should say this movie is officially out. This com- On day of release is the first day this movie came out. Colt Winslow and I went to a early screening. Yeah, on... thank you, Scorsese, for hitting us up. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks, Martin. <laughs> Don't know what he has to do with the fucking movie. Um, He's a we fan. Went to, we went to an Love early you. fan screening done by AMC. I, I do think you had to be an A-list member to be able to attend it. Um, yeah, a lot a of A-list of, members then. And yeah, because friend of Marty. Yeah, yeah, a friend of old Marty Scores. That's what we call him. Um. So yeah, so we got to see it a couple of days early, which is why we're recording this tonight before official release. Yeah, yeah. and then it's, and then it comes out the day of release. It's like we're a real a real conglomerate. Yes, you are. Uh, I, I but how what y'all hit on our the so for reference, this was we went to a Wednesday night screening, and it was fucking packed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, we was. we were in the um, we went to an AMC dine-in. So I I don't know what AMCs have what. I don't know if this is just a dine-in thing, but uh, our AMC dine-in has three prime theaters, which are the three biggest theaters, and this was in the biggest theater, and I would say it was like what ninety five percent full. I mean, like a couple of hundred people in there. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty packed. I I didn't see any empty seats. Yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. Also, the amount of people doing cosplay was kind of wild to me. I didn't see a single person I, doing cosplay. Wow, I didn't see anybody. Are you serious? I, yeah. well, I guess because y'all y'all came in and went straight into the theater, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So Riley and I stood in line and got popcorn, which I'll talk about in a second before we get into the actual movie. But I saw a ton of people cosplaying like more, more people were cost. I mean, it's, it's D and D. So like, I get it, but there was more people cosplaying for this than like, I've ever seen cosplay at any Marvel movie. If I had to assume they're just wearing their normal D and D outfit from when they actually play it. I mean, yeah. Which honestly, that's fucking sick. Yeah, I, I mean, it was really like I, I knew when I grabbed our tickets last week, I was like, oh, it, it looks like it's going to be like fairly full. Um, I was not expecting this many people. Also, was not expecting so many people <laughs> to get sucked into the trap known as the AMC souvenir popcorn bucket. Oh yeah, um, which is and, one of my favorite popcorn buckets that I've ever seen. Yeah, so this, so the if you don't know, AMC started like I'm trying to think what was the first movie that did it. I, I, I remember R two D two popcorn bowl for like I, episode three. I I want to say there was I, I could be making this up. I feel like there was a Crystal Skull bowl for uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. But I mean, there might have been, but AMC's definitely wow. stopped for a few years and just recently started bringing them back. Yeah, like post COVID. Oh I, yeah, po- yeah, yeah. Post like I I feel like. Like Doctor Strange last year is the first movie I can remember having like a super fucking crazy one since like the pandemic started. Anyways, yeah. AMC does this thing where they're like, hey, here's a cool popcorn bucket. It's a limited thing. If you want it, you can buy it. And <laughs> Riley sees it because Riley really wants to play D&D, which she mentioned about 20 times last night after we left. So we need to talk about that off the air because Riley really wants to play D&D. She's like, I know Colt and Lindsay would play. I'm like, OK, whatever. OK, okay but, but here's the thing. I literally on our way back, I kept telling Colt, I really want to play, play fucking D&D. <laughs> I feel like everybody in our group after seeing this movie is going to want to play D&D. But we'll, we'll also get to that in a second. But anyways. So getting this popcorn bucket, Riley was like, how much do you think this popcorn bucket is? Because if you don't know, the D&D popcorn bucket is a, a legitimate D20. I mean, you, yeah. could, you could roll it as a die. Um, <laughs> it's just fucking huge. Like, and it's, it's a pretty weighty, bucket. so you don't want to smash it. Yeah, and it's got some girth to it. Um, and Riley was like, how much is it? I was like, it's probably like 15 bucks, maybe $20. We get up there, <laughs> Riley gets a drink and the souvenir popcorn bucket. And her total was like 43 bucks. That popcorn bucket was 35 fucking dollars. But it came with a large popcorn, though. So, yes. So that's the thing. You could get your your D20 bucket full of popcorn. And then it also came with a large popcorn. So essentially, you got two large popcorns and a drink or two large popcorns for $35, which is like still super fucking expensive. But when you take into the account that a large popcorn from ANC is like 12 bucks. Uh, the popcorn bucket comes out at like twelve dollars. So I mean, you know, whatever. It, it um, yeah. Theaters are always fucking like stealing, scamming people off of that shit. But I ain't gonna tell you not to buy a goddamn D twenty popcorn bucket. It's that's cool. Just, that's yeah. cool. It, yeah. It's cool. And Here's I got the... to eat free popcorn because it was really good. I haven't had theater pocket popcorn in years, and that shit was busted. AMC does have really good theater popcorn, which I also want to mention. AMC is now selling their own branded popcorn in Walmarts. I'm interested to try that and see if oh. it tastes similar. Like, it's in a bag. It's like pre-popped popcorn. I Oh, that's strange. I don't know yeah, how that'd be. Um, I, I definitely want to try that. But anyways, the funny thing about this was, again, th- and this is like the first movie I've ever seen a ton of people buying these. Like, usually, like, with Doctor Strange, what other movies have had them recently? Um, um, I think cannot, Creed had one. Oh, really? Yeah, um, probably like a boxing glove or something. 
No, I, th- I think it was a boxing ring. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Avatar, cool. I think, had one. I'm sure. I'm sure every Marvel movie last year had one. But anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. A ton Probably of people buying these. And obviously, with as with any collectible, people want want to sell it. And these popcorn buckets do sell for like a shit ton. Post after you can't get them anymore. Like that. I mean, they regularly sell for like 70, 80, 90 bucks. Whoosh. Um, Whoa. Gee, but maybe people, I should start getting some popcorn buckets. But here's what the funny thing was, was these workers were taking no fucking bullshit. And because it's a popcorn bucket, right? And people were <clears> buying <throat> them and saying, hey, you uh, can you keep it sealed? Now, keep in mind that there's no special packaging on it. Like it's it's literally it was literally just in shrink or not even shrink wrap. It was literally in like a plastic bag. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I imagine they just have it in a like large box full of them. Yeah, that's pretty much bag. what it is. And they were like, "Hey, can you can you keep it sealed?" And the workers was like, "No, because it came in two pieces, and you had to put it together." And one person got super fucking mad that they had to open their D twenty pop. It was like the most ridiculous thing in the world where they had to open their D twenty popcorn bucket to get it put together and they were and they were like do you want popcorn in it and they were like no i don't want why would i eat popcorn out of it it being what? a popcorn bucket yeah it was that, what fucking bizarre it was it was like an insane like obviously this dude was buying it so he could sell it yeah which like whatever i mean at least he didn't go in there and be like let me buy 40 of these um you know if you want to buy one and resell it i'm you know i'm not gonna bitch too much oh, i'm but, curious if there's gonna be one for mario now um I have seen, so the AMC does this thing where essentially they have the, the, the like special edition buckets. God, I, I really want to talk about this movie, but they have special <laughs> edition buckets, which are like based on things like the movie, like, um, for Dr. Strange, it was the, oh fuck. It wasn't Dr. Strange. It was Spider-Man, but for Spider-Man, it was like the cube. Y'all yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 That. yeah. yeah. Um, which is basically like a, well, no, it's a cube. Yeah, Sorry. it's just a, yeah. a big ass orange translucent cube. Um, and like for this, it was a big D twenty, not translucent, just a legitimate twenty sided die popcorn bucket. But then, uh, I don't know if y'all, well, y'all didn't see this, but they also have like branded popcorn buckets that are plastic buckets, but they're just like they just have like promotional material for the movie on it. Like there's one for John Wick four right now. Yeah, yeah. So I have seen a screen grab. But no pictures that there is going to be a Super Mario themed popcorn bucket. But I don't know if it's going to be like the John Wick one or if we're going to get like a fucking warp pipe popcorn bucket. <laughs> oh, fuck. If it's a warp pipe, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that, um, that would make a lot of sense. Or like a mushroom head, like uh, the yeah. power up. Oh, yeah, like a, pow- a one up or a power up mushroom. Or maybe a Goomba. Or, or a Goomba. yeah, Goomba would be cool. Even like his hat would be cool. Yeah. His butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Full life-size Bowser. That'd be okay. sick. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> No, I mean, don't don't feel bad about talking about this because like we whenever it comes to right after reviews, we gotta talk about our experience too. Like Yeah, yeah. It, it's know? part of the theater experience. That's why, you know, there wasn't any oh my god. Pokemon card boxes just fell on my desk. I'm ignoring it. Um <laughs> But and, and that's kind of the reason I guess there hasn't really been a ton of right after reviews in the last couple of years, just because, well, a there was like a whole year where you just couldn't go to the theater, 
Yeah. And now it's it's really picked back up, I would say, in the last eight months of, like, really going to the theater a ton again. And this movie, because I <laughs> pat myself on the back here, I suggested we do a right after review for this solely because I was like, oh, this is going to be like a weird, like, mid-budget. I don't even know what the budget was. I'll, I'll have to look at that in a second. It was a, but, it was a high budget. Yeah, it seems like it'd be high. Um, holy fuck. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> what's a budget? $150 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just going through, like, seeing what other people said about him. And that's, that's what I was saying was people saying, like, it's a um, high budget blockbuster. And I was like, I was like, I was like, how much is it? And I completely forgot to look it up. But yeah, I did not. Going in, I did not think it was that much, but whatever um but i was like it's probably it's gonna be like a popcorny kind of movie i think that'd be a fun movie to kind of get back into the rhythm of doing i mean obviously we can't do a right after review like every week or every two weeks even but you know start doing some right after reviews again because we do go to the movies quite often true yeah. true um but yeah so dungeons and dragons uh we should i'm just gonna come out and say it fucking good <laughs> yeah it's surprisingly I should, good i should mention too um that we also got a promotional poster and oh, yep map like uh, a microfiber, microfiber cloth yeah. map that you can use for a DD session which is yeah so sick and it's we're cleaning like your glasses screens um, or glasses and it really it really kind of like pushed me to be like yeah i want to i want to get back into it but yeah no um D and D. I mean, I from the trailers, they looked fun. It looked yes. fun. Well, he, here's so I actually have a completely differing. So from the trailers, I'm like, okay, this looks corny, but this looks like it will be like a decent fantasy movie. If you were judging this movie solely based on the trailers, and that's like dictating your decision to see it or not, ignore the trailers because the trailers does not do this movie justice. In my opinion. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I felt I felt like because I've talked about this Cole. I felt like like hearing about it, seeing the trailer stuff. I always thought this is going to be like a high budget, um, like blockbuster um, hit. Like I, I had a feel like um, I said I had a feeling I, that's what I've been calling it because I've seen how people have been pretty positively receptive to it. And after seeing that, I was like, oh, shit, like, yeah, I, I and I kind of got that vibe. I, I definitely didn't think I would like it as much as I did. And I ended up liking it way more. Um, I should oh, also yeah. say before we get too far, spoilers. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah spoilers. Spoilers. If you're not familiar and, with right after reviews, we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So yeah. if you want to hear Yondu's our thoughts, dead, dead <laughs> as hell. Oh, shit. Yeah. If you want to hear our thoughts, you can listen to this now. And, you know, you don't care about spoilers because at the end of the day, it is a D&D movie. But if you want to, if the first few minutes of this have sold you on the movie, come back to this episode after seeing the movie and you'll get our full thoughts and our, and our full. Oh, yeah, review. we're doing you a favor because uh, for us, we didn't really get that warning because uh, they did like a celebrity interview thing that they showed at the beginning. 
oh my god yeah event that spoiled oh a lot of stuff god. it spoiled so much right that was so annoying i was yeah because it was a fan event that we went to which is why it was like an early premiere and so they, they start off with showing this as like I don't remember how long it was. It seemed like it went on forever. It was like of, five to ten minutes. It was five definitely like minutes. eight or nine minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Of just like sle- like the uh, the actors interviews talking about the movie and how much fun they had with it and stuff. But then they also kept showing scenes and scenes and yeah, scenes. like what's your favorite scene in the movie? And they showed like five different spoilers. And like, like, yeah. they're saying like, oh, yeah, my character is actually the bad guy. OK. Yeah. You betray them? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, because it was it was so funny because like that character played by uh Hugh Grant, I believe. Mm-hmm, um yeah. like I would have never guessed he would have been the bad guy, but then he says it and then shows a scene, and it's just like, okay, would have been oh. glad to have be- then it didn't it did not come as a surprise in the film. <laughs> no, nope. okay, so that's another thing. I assumed he was the bad guy just after seeing the trailers for that movie. But see, see, here's the thing is, like, I don't remember him from the trailer. Yeah, I don't either. And so I didn't know anything about him until Uh, that opening interview where he says he's the bad guy. Like, okay. so the the big spoilers we get from the uh, the beginning, like literally it's like the eight minute preamble of all the celebrities. First, I didn't know that I'm probably going to butcher his name. uh, Roger Jean Page. Was even in the movie. Who is that in he the movie? Was Zank. Uh, Zank. Zank. Okay. Calendon. Had no idea he was in, even in the movie. Uh, the big spoiler we get is Simon getting his the fucking helmet and being able to use it. Because that's like a point of contention in the movie at one point is him getting the helmet, but he can't use it. Oh, yeah. And then also, too, he gets the fucking Hither Thither staff. Yeah. Yep. And, and the Hither Thither staff. And then he speaks to the dead zombies. Yeah. yeah. Like, and we that get that bit. spoiler. It was a lot. It was a lot. Like, I was, was actively so annoyed. I'm like, this movie better be a fucking hoot and a half. I didn't see the helmet spoiler because at, at the first few, I said, fuck, I'm just going to stare at the popcorn. And just like try to zone out. Okay, but yeah, they they spoiled the helmet thing in. Yeah, in the little preamble. I, I'm not. For it. I'm not surprised because I I did the same thing too. I was like, I was like at first I was like, okay, they can't possibly spoil that much. But then it kept go going on and on and on. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit! I I just started to look down. I just looked at my fucking lap. I was like, I can't look up at the screen because <laughs> this is sad. Yeah, even even Riley was like. Are, are they spoiling the whole fucking movie? I was like, it seems like it. It was weird. I've never, in, and we've been to a ton of like, you know, um, Fathom event, like fan event movie showings. Yeah. And I've never had one like that. And it fucking shocks me because this is coming from fucking Paramount. This isn't like an indie movie or some shit. Like, they, no. you would think that they would have the fucking common sense to be like, maybe we shouldn't include our actors talking about their favorite scenes that have like, third act spoilers in them yeah like every other fathom event thing they show it at the end or at the beginning yeah. they're like thank you for coming to watch the movie now yeah, enjoy. thanks for coming to the movies but speaking of there was a so youtube's on apparently zoned out or whatever but there's a bit right before the fucking like thing ends where they're like and y'all are the real heroes for coming yeah. to the i did hear that i do remember no that. i remember that i watched but they that. say the word movies like 20 times and i and like you think it's a bit that they're doing they're like thank you so much 
heroes for coming to the movies. You are the movie heroes. Better thank than first coming... responders. Yeah. Thank you for coming to the movie about heroes, but actually you are the hero because you're coming. I mean, seriously, because you're coming to the movies. And they say it like 20 times, but nobody's reacting as if it's a bit. Like, it's like they're reading off a teleprompter and it got fucking stuck. So they're just constantly in the loop of saying the word heroes and the word movie. <laughs> it's the most. I guess they were thing. a glitched out spell like that one that happened at the uh, end of the movie. Yeah, that also. That was like some legit body horror stuff. And my, I mean, yeah. obviously it was CG. Um, but I, I, I was like, fuck, what the, shit, the hell is that? <laughs> it reminded me a lot of uh, Gary's Mod. Yes. Or uh, a Source Filmmaker films from the early 2010s. Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. It had like that same vibe of just Chris Pine essentially glitching into himself. Yes. And melting. That was crazy. That was really creative. Like, I, that was that was a cool way to depict that for something like as high high fantasy um as this that was crazy um i i will say one cool thing about this movie obviously it had a huge budget obviously there's shit that's cg in it duh i mean it's it's 150 million dollar high fantasy movie i did enjoy how many practical effects and costumes they did for the movies oh yeah yeah there's some like genuinely creepy costumes they had going on in this movie yeah like the fucking dead uh jonathan Jonathan. Jonathan. That Just was being a big a... ass bird, but it's a dude in a fucking big ass bird costume. I like, thought they just called him Jonathan. I didn't hear the R. I'm not making that up. They definitely no. Said you're not. No. Okay. It, they said they said Jonathan. It, it's it's fantasy, so you know they got a fantastic. You got to throw an R in there, yeah, um, to make it sound fan, uh, fantastical. And and it comes across a little as uncanny. But like with this being a, <laughs> a high fantasy movie, that's okay. Yeah, Every, I mean everything about like certain characters was kind of f- fucking uncanny. <laughs> like, are you the, talking the, about the cat? <laughs> well, I love the cat. The cat also too big. I'm glad one thing they didn't spoil was a big fucking cameo. Did not expect it. <laughs> was a uh, Bra- Bradley Cooper. <laughs> it took me about midway through that scene to be like. Yeah, that's fucking Bradley Cooper. <laughs> no, I, I literally like as we're getting through it, I tap Cole. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, that's Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I was, they I'm didn't so- even shrink him down at all for that role. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so Bradley Cooper plays. Oh man, what's the fucking? It starts with an M. It, it, I want to say uh, it was Morlin. Yeah, it was like Morlin or more more thin or something. But they he, don't even have him fucking. They have him listed, but they don't have his character listed. Yeah, they maybe don't he's have just playing Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley maybe. Cooper. Uh, that's my ex-lover BC over there. Um, but he plays like a, a not even a dwarf. Well, I mean, what? I don't, it's oh. a race in D and D. I don't. Oh god no. damn it! Sorry, he's like a foot and a half tall. Sorry, it's we just... didn't study our race, our ra- uh, magical races before this. <laughs> I, I didn't, you know, crack open fucking fourth edition and start reading all about the different species in D&D. But anyways, he's like a <laughs> foot and a half. And it's also really fucking funny because he's just talking to Michelle Rodriguez's like full body character. 
And also he has a new girlfriend slash wife that is like a literal fucking like half giant that's like nine feet tall. Yeah. And like she like kisses him on top of that. It's fucking funny. It's so funny. And then like uh you can tell Holga, Michelle Rodriguez's character, has a thing for uh people people like that because we see another guy who is the same race and he she starts biting her fucking lip yeah literally (laughs) like what the next to the last scene of the movie yeah yeah (laughs) i started punching cole i was like what the fuck is this (laughs) uh oh my god that reminded me of i we're kind of jumping everywhere if you've listened to her no no yeah this is what we do um what scene was it where people like three rows behind us yeah yeah so i'll I'll get into this okay so there's a scene in there which was genuinely funny yeah i was laughing at that scene i was laughing it was good i I was laughing hard but then it was a scene where zank is finally taking his leave and he's walking and chris pine is talking about how is he gonna walk in a straight line yep he's gonna walk in a straight line and that's what he does and it was funny but there was a row of like three or four people losing their absolute shit over that. Stomping like, on the ground, like stomping on the ground, hit like. And I think everybody was laughing at the scene. But then whenever they went fucking crazy, everybody started laughing because they were laughing so hard. And I yeah. look over at Riley and Tanner. Tanner is crying. Yeah, it's so <laughs> fucking. Funny. It was the hardest I've laughed in the theater in a long time. Because don't get me wrong, the scene was legitimately hilarious, like actually like really funny. And but then you just have like, and it's like four people. I assume they were in a group together, just going fucking ape shit. Like I mean, literally stomping and clapping and like scream laughing. But it's like legit. Like obviously they weren't doing it to be annoying. They just no, were they that fucking tickled by Chris Pine narrating this. I. I it was so fucking funny. I want to assume it's probably like a D&D bit or something like in the game itself. I, I I might it might just be just because it's just funny, but I feel like I feel like there's a lot of nerds in there and they all got stuff that kind of might think there was a lot of nerds that are showing at an early fan screening of Dungeons and Dragons. No, no. Surely not. Oh yeah, sorry. It was filled with Especially when half the fucking crowd was in fucking cosplay. Yeah, it was nothing but jocks and um, <laughs> Yeah. I saw somebody fucking put steroids in their ass, literally walking into the theater. Yeah, I saw that was some, me. I saw some bros throw a football. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we went in. <laughs> yeah, do you uh, not remember all those dudes dressed as fucking paladins, just tossing <laughs> the pork skin? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I should. Uh, should. Should we give a should I give a quick synopsis of what this is about? By the way, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah I should. Okay, so Dungeons and da- Dra- Dungeons, Dungeons and Daggins, Dungeons and Dungeons and Daddies. Ooh, ooh, actually, Daddies and Dragons. Some tight pants. Okay, so got the Eddie Moo over. This Triple D is Dungeons, Dragons, and Daddies. <laughs> okay, okay, I think we're onto something. That's uh, <laughs> save our ideas. No, I'm uh, not calling myself daddy playing d and I'm not can, doing No, it. we just have to find Dilfs. Oh. Yeah. Patrick, I know you're listening to this. Oh, he knows. <laughs> he can find <laughs> him. Get on it. Pat, Pat is currently, like, as we're recording this, his ears are fucking turning bright red as Patrick's ears do. <laughs> and it's just like the fucking bat signal for him. He's like, <laughs> I don't know why. 
<laughs> but I feel like Tanner Colton Woods will need me to find some daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hops in his Jeep. <laughs> he knows where they are, too. He knows their normal uh, prowl and where they are. <laughs> <laughs> fucking scooby-doo but for delfs oh man <laughs> um okay dungeons and dragons stars chris pine is edgin davis he was uh part of a group called the harpers i don't know who the fuck those are but those are some honorable men and um he's married Not to like a, a delf yeah kind of um, he's married to a lady, has a kid, but then the lady gets killed, and then he ends up becoming a thief along with Michelle Rodriguez, who kind of comes in and helps him raise their uh, his daughter. Uh, and she, she goes by her real name in the movie, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, yes, yes. She, her character is Holga Kilgore. Um, and again, they create like basically a band of thieves uh, with also Justice Smith playing Simon Omar, who's um kind of a amateur um sorcerer yeah sorcerer and then um hugh grant who plays forge fitzwilliam who's a con man and they kind of go and you know again they're thieves um until eventually they do a heist that goes wrong um holga and edgen get captured uh forge and simon are able to escape and then part of this heist involves uh a red wizard named Sofina. She needed an object and she ends up escaping. And then we start the movie with uh, again and Holga being in prison and kind of basically narrating uh, what happens. And that's where the movie starts. Yeah. And yeah. It, it starts off really fucking well too. Yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed the bit where he was trying to prolong his hearing so that Jonathan could actually get there in time. <laughs> it was really good. And then we find out why they're waiting for Jonathan. And it is because <laughs> he is a bird person. So they they grab onto him, throw him out the window, and have him fly away. But as they're flying, the uh, the guys who are going to give them a pardon hearing their case is like, but we approved your pardon. Yes. And as Jonathan is also being wrestled by Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez, um, one of the uh, uh, chancellors or whatever was just like, Jonathan! <laughs> and it's a bit that's used later that I love. <laughs> no, Jonathan! So, and, and that's one thing I want to talk about. So the trailer, the trailers really don't give away what the movie is about. Like, the trailer is like, hey, here's some D&D-ass shit. It, it never the trailer never really says that the movie is literally a fucking high fantasy heist movie. Um, I like, mean, it's I, called Honor Among Thieves. So I mean, yeah, but it like thieves is in the title. Okay. No, it's a heist movie until they're making the team. Yeah. I, and like getting the band back together. That's my favorite part of the heist movie is like, oh, yeah, we're going to need a team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> like it's so fucking. It's like fucking Ocean's Eleven. But and, see, and what makes it cool too is it's a fantasy movie, so the heist team is even cooler. You know? Yeah, it's like, like yeah. You have this like I don't even know what kind of what race Olga's supposed to be. I assume some sort of barbarian warrior. Olga is part of our barbarian tribe. Yeah. Um, and and then you just have like. A fucking uh sorcerer that sucks shit, and then Chris Pine's character, like they actually joke about it in the movie. They're like, "Well, what do you do?" He's like, "Oh, I make plans." 
okay, but what about after the plans? Well, if they fail, make more plans. They're like, okay, <laughs> what else? Well, that's that's kind of it. He's a so bard. you make plans that fail. I mean, yeah. he's, assi- he's essentially a bard, which is really funny. But yeah. it's just super funny that like they chose to make this movie. They're like, hmm, okay, we're gonna have one warrior class. We're gonna have a sorcerer. He's gonna suck shit. I'm thinking the party leader's a bard. <laughs> that's good but, also you know, and, and then just somebody at fucking warner brothers was like yep here's a 150 million dollar check but to be fair with the way like the with the way it's written because it's just it's just writing in general it also feels like a D campaign where everybody fails a lot and that's kind of what happens yeah, no, it it that's one thing I took away from the movie. I'm like and obviously this is like the intention of it, right? But like after watching the movie, I'm like, man, that would be like a really fun like 2 to 3 hour one shot of just doing the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like they they translated this sto- like a D&D story campaign so well, and not only that, it would be cool just to do it. Like Yeah. Like, obviously, it's not going to have, you know, $150 million look to it, but that's but not it could. The, but, it, you know, that's not the point. Um, Yeah, it, it was so cool. <laughs> like, that's, oh, man, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, Yeah, it was also, a whole lot of fun. Also, too, I, I never understood the difference between Sorcerer, Wizard, and Warlock. So uh, last night when I was looking at D&D stuff, I just looked it up. So Sorcerer... Um, they have uh, they they're a part of a bloodline of magical users who one of their ancestors was like a dragon. Like so they have a draconic like bloodline. There's probably other bloodlines, but the basic sorcerer class is like a draconic bloodline. And whatever dragon uh, magic it you whatever magic that a dragon use is what the magic that that sorcerer's family is going to inherit. And then wizards uh are just people who take the time to study for like years and that's why a lot of wizards are old um but they just study 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 and just learn magic and then warlocks are people who make packs with um extra planar or extra dimensional entities to get magic yeah 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 i, I, I never, didn't know that. i never knew that cuz yeah. a lot of me and i wonder if that j- is that just D and D like definitions of them, or does that kind of go across you know, like all technical mythology? I I didn't that's look that kind of, but I feel destiny. I feel like that's kind because I because like you, I, I think I know what you're about to say. In a lot of media, they kind of use them interchangeably. Yeah, but I I have a feeling that's probably not the case. I feel like they're they have specific meanings. I think that's why whenever people refer to like witches and warlocks is because witches and warlocks have packs or deals with the devil you know yeah yeah because yeah. when i think of the term like witch and warlock usually in most media out weirdly enough outside of like harry potter it that are typically evil yeah and also too in jujitsu kaizen they call the the um the people they call them sorcerers and they have ingrained um curse abilities based on their bloodline based on their bloodline i never thought i yeah i just always assumed they were kind of interchangeable i never really yeah i it's a yeah yeah i I never knew that too i I was like wow i I gotta bring this up on the podcast because i thought that was so so much today (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Between this and the Ottoman Empire, it's like I'm back in school. Yeah, we had a whole history session before this. And yeah, a whole dick never fucking session. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of penises. Oh, yeah. So many. Um, that actually has nothing to do with the Ottoman Empire bit I was talking about. That, no, so but they were back We've learned back. a lot of stuff. We've been in this call for 45, an hour? Something like that. We've learned. Um, oh, yeah. And also, too, I should mention some other characters. Uh, also, we get introduced later to uh, our druid class, which is Doric, played by Sophia Lillis. If you don't know, she plays... Um, oh, God. The she little plays... on it. Yeah, she plays the girl in It, who the older version is played by Jessica Chastain. Yeah, yeah. Part two. The newer ones, I should mention. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of... Um, oh, and then also, uh, like uh, Tanner said earlier, I, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, Reggae Jean Page plays Zank Yendar, who is the paladin. Um, I, I, I thought he was going to... The hot dude from Bridgerton, as my mom referred to him as. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Cool. My mom has a major crush on this dude. I, I mean, you know, and the man they they stroked his dick for for this movie. Oh <laughs> yeah, and he's <laughs> sorry. No, no. I mean, I mean, they really like. You know what I mean? Like everybody. Yeah, was they like, jerked no, him actually, off. I made him want shoot. you to say what you mean. They made him shoot all over the set. They on made film. him see like they made him seem like the best guy ever, and he was. Yeah, he was a good guy in the movie. He was very good. There's a Even part though when he when I first saw him, I thought he was a little sketch. Well, you know, you coming up. Okay, you're you sound like Chris Pine because Chris Pine was like, "There's something up his sleeve." Even though everybody trusted him, and he was a super nice guy who saved a cat out of a fish's mouth. And but he could be kind of annoying. That cat looked insane. That I love those cats. Okay, those cats should, were so cute. That was something so else cute. that the theater lost their, their shit at. I should mention. On our way home, I was talking to Cole. I was like, I, I was like, Cole, that shit with the cat was insane. It was terrifying. And Cole was like, yeah, man, I was I, I was really scared for that baby to be, you know, to be eaten by that fish. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, are you not talking about the cat and the, the cat baby and the cat mom? And I was what I was talking about was the cat creature in the fucking maze. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cats in the movie. And I can understand being confused. No, I I get it because I was like, oh well, I get it now. But it was just so funny because I said, man, that shit was terrifying. Cole was like, yeah, that was really scary. And I was like, what do you like? I because I questioned him. I was like, why would I be scared of this cat baby that is clearly about to be saved because we built up to being this Zank guy being an awesome dude. <laughs> And Cole was like, I just thought you were really scared. I just mentioned Cole at the theater, who, keep in mind, was only separated. It was me, Riley, Colt, and Winslow. I just imagine Colt at the theater fucking white-knuckling the, <laughs> the fucking hand uh, bars for his fucking chair, just like, fuck, I hope they save this cat. I hope. <laughs> you know what the cat reminded me of? What? It what? reminded me of the fucking, um, oh, the Annette baby. Annette, baby. What is What's, that? What was that movie with Adam Driver in it? Where it's like half musical. He does uh, he does a bit while, while he's eating his wife out and he sings. Ant oh, Antoine Annette. Annette. Uh, it, yeah, it was called Annette, right? That. Yeah, it was called Annette. Okay, so the Winslow, have you seen it? No, that's a spoiler. 
it's not a spoiler. The whole movie. No, I know. Kid. No, um, no, but the no, the eaten eaten out. Also, not a spoiler. That was like the one the, thing everybody that saw this movie in early previews talked in about in an article. <laughs> <laughs> I googled a net and I found this disturbing puppet baby. What the heck? Yeah, yeah. So the the baby is portrayed as a puppet for a lot of the movie. Uh, the the baby cat to wrap it around um reminded me of that. Yeah. Okay, oh my so god, it also it. reminded me of the cat from Mr. Rogers, the little cat creature puppet. Oh, the oh, shit, I don't remember the name. Wow. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, yeah. So to that, what we're saying is it's weird because I don't know about the adult cat, but the baby cat clearly was not CG. It was like clearly a mechanical furred puppet cat baby. Both, yeah. both the baby cat and the mama cat were both practical. And they look good. I they like the good. way they look. Yeah, it, I mean, again, there is a little bit of uncanniness there, but with this being high fantasy, it it worked. It worked. And I, I, I liked that more than the let's just fucking CG this cat lady. Like, I, I, I it made me enjoy the movie more. That's actually one of the things they harp on in that, um, and like that preview. Yeah, the spoiler they, fest. Yeah, and the spoiler fest before the movie, they're like, actually, we had a ton of practical effects. And you're like, okay, stop stroke. But they like legitimately do have like even some of the traps and magic. <laughs> There's not people doing real magic in the movie. Um <laughs> sorry. But like some of some of those effects are like practical effects. Like there's one part where um Olga and Ed Edgin like sink into sand. And it's like a practical effect. So yeah, that's that's one thing I did like real like on top of loving the movie. Like I really appreciated that. I, I just felt like it adds that little bit like little kiss, like a mwah. It, like it's, it, yeah, it, it was done with care. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like they could have. I don't want to say they could have easily CG'd that because with you know all the stuff going on with like VFX works and all that shit on the a lot of Marvel stuff. Uh, but I do enjoy like the practical effect. I think that like this movie will have more staying power and like the, the culture, the pop culture uh, space because of its use of practical effects. In, in my opinion. Absolutely. It harkens back to all of those, um, you know, probably what eighties, maybe nineties uh, fantasy films where they use practical effects and yeah. pan's they, labyrinth. Yeah. Yes. And they, well, yeah. Um, also the, Dark Crystal. Yeah, never ending story. And the labyrinth. Um yeah, like all those effects. Like it, it harkens back to that being like kind of fun and campy, but also just really just crazy cool. Yeah. You know, like it it, it was it, it will definitely have a lot of staying power. And then with the combination of the CG, it, it just, you know, it, it makes a really um it, it makes a really uh good package of a blockbuster um cg like animated fest and practical um glory yeah because like the little i don't want to say there was a little cg because again this movie had 150 million dollar budget there's a lot of you know good bit of CG there, there's a lot movie. i mean there's a there's a big ass dragon a mimic uh yeah but the, the hand is, fights like, it, i really love those hand fights oh my god yeah that, that's one the thing stone hands Dude. and the fleshy hand oh that yeah. was sick yeah and uh, then also the big dragon the the fat dragon was great. Um, yeah, like the the CG 
didn't look out of place either and it it was really well done cg like oh yeah nothing like know. a modern marvel movie at yeah all. like obviously right now we're in the middle of the spring of modok um <laughs> but God i think bless i think soul. i think the fat dragon really has a a, a seat at the table if you will uh if modok is beyonce the dragon is solange um i just I, the I, dragon I, looks way better than modok what are you talking about yeah, but Modok. How can I say this about Modok? Modok showed ass. Yeah, I and mean, we kind of saw this there. dragon like busting ass. It was sliding all over the place. But like, it's animal. Its, it's, uh, it's animal busting ass. It's a different yeah. from, from a mutated little. Uh, also, you just have to guy. enjoy Modok just being a, a weird little creature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the dragon is an animal, but is Modok not? Just think about it. I'm the only one here that's seen Ant-Man. Yeah, I have not seen it. Fair. Oh, also, too, should mention, as we were watching this fucking dragon scene, um, like, me and Cole are thinking, like, man, this reminds me of, like, a, a pet or whatever. And I say my, my Sasha, my darling dog Sasha at first, but then I change my mind. I'm like, this is Nova. Yeah. This is a cat. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely just watching cat. it like trying to hang on with his little feet and then like falling off. They around him, around him and, and just be no Nova. for no reason being so aggressive to eat like you. Tiny, yeah, like tiny yeah. little. If socks was fifteen pounds heavier. I would say socks, but socks isn't old man fat yet. He'll um, get there. He'll get there for fucking sure. Just have Wenzel uh, watch him a few more times. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I tried. speaking of we uh we have no more dog food. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> so I'm not we're just not feeding Bailey. <laughs> no, no. We we fed her last bowl of dog food today. I don't. I don't want to get into specifics. It's kind of a tough spot for all of us. But practically, Wenzel was feeding my dog two and a half times more food than she usually eats for a whole week, and oh she was god. noticeably larger when we got back from Disney. World. But she that's was so happy say. when she was she, eating. Okay, I saw, hey, that's why she, she was, shit in the fucking hallway every night. She was you not. Feed her so she was not. Much noticeably bigger i didn't notice anything she 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 felt the same um you know we, if we you carry I, a piglet up a mountain every day eventually you'll be able to carry up a full-size boar what the fuck yeah y'all ever read holes God, no long ago that was okay forever. i watched the movie does that count? okay well, they talk about it in the movie it's a major plot point it's why the fucking yell nuts oh happen. yeah i remember yeah that's why Bailey was noticeably bigger when we get back from Disney No, World. she wasn't. It's fine. She wasn't. It's fine. She wasn't. She, she wasn't. deserves it. She does. Yeah, she was a good girl. But she noticeably larger. Even though probably, she Probably socks. five pounds heavier. And she farted a lot. But that wasn't uh, me. Oh, my no, God. No, she, she did that before. before. <laughs> um, uh, my dog got a stank ass. The worst dog farts you will ever smell in your life. I and she'll just look at you after she does it like. Like she knows they fucking smell bad. She's looking it's back just, trying to see the reaction. It. And she's like, please deal with yeah. it. Alright, well that's that's enough about my dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't know how uh, we got from the fat ass dragon to my fucking dog. Another I, I, cool I, creature in the movie was the little brains. The, the little brain little creatures, butts. which was another funny scene with uh they, they explained that these creatures, they're they're little brains on four legs. And they feed off of high intelligence. So the uh, Zank, our paladin, was like, stand still and just let them walk by. And so they just like, they make these little squishy, little cute sounds as they're walking by. And then Chris Pine is like, well, that's kind of insulting. 
fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, the movie it is actually funny. Like, I mean, some of the jokes are cheesy, yes, but it's like that level of cheese you want. It's not like <laughs> the dragon's right behind me, isn't it? Yeah, like it's it, not it's like that. Not there, it's not. It's, it's like funny cheesy. It's like cheese that you want. And and then at some at some points it cuts into like really good like, um, just natural, uh, I guess modern humor, it, for like a high fantasy setting. I, I guess if you want to say that, it, you know, it's a movie, but like like there there there's a part in there where um Justice Smith character steps on the bridge, completely destroys it, and Zank is just staring at him, and is just so upset. And I thought that was so I I lost it. I thought that was so fucking funny. Yeah, there um. <laughs> there are several moments like that. Like there's one part where uh Olga says, like, ah, oh, that son of a bitch. And Zink goes, Oh, so it's his mother who accursed him. And Olga's like, <laughs> What? No. And he's yeah. like, Then why did you say that? And she's like, It's an expression. It's an expression. <laughs> yeah. He goes, it's like just fuck it's like good banter it's like another part where simon goes like oh that's ironic and he goes ah iron did the the, <laughs> the killer of many or some shit like that and simon goes no <laughs> like, i mean it was it was good it's legitimately like funny and like even if you're not like a fucking D D nerd which i mean i we are all nerds, yes, but we're not like D and D. We're not D and D. Never man. actually played D and D, but like it's still funny to us. But like, two, like we've talked about how funny and stuff this movie is. The action set pieces fucking rock. They were good. Like oh, I don't yeah. know who you know was in charge of like fight choreography, like choreography here, but the especially the sword fight between um, Zink and like the oh my god, I guess like the knights that the the, the red uh, wizard sends. The the um, I I guess mercenaries. Yeah, I guess maybe? yeah, I guess they're like red wizard mercenaries or whatever. Yeah. But essentially, there's a fucking animated shit moment in it where like Zink does a spell and it's essentially Bonkai. I'm just gonna fucking say it's Bonkai. Yeah, Those, it was... Both these people Bonkai their fucking Zompok toe and have a <laughs> sweet ass fucking sword fight and it fucking rocks. It was so cool because Zank he's a paladin so he did like a what a, like a like holy probably like holy magic or holy incantation or whatever so yeah like, like his sword's like glowing yellow gold. and has like some sort of like you know language like on the sword and lights up and the mercenary guy's sword just like burns fucking emerald green yes it was, it was so, so cool oh my god and then also too zank's sword he can uh he can throw the main blade out and have a tiny dagger to use too, which was which really reminded cool. me a lot of the oh the sword from Bloodborne, where you had a Kirk sword Hammer? inside of it. No, oh oh, uh, Ludwig's sword. Yeah, Ludwig's great sword. Yeah. Oh, the Master Sword sword. Uh oh, no. Oh okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of awkward. Um. <laughs> uh, he's right behind me, isn't he? Uh oh. No. No, like Tanner said, uh, me and Colt played like a. Well, it wasn't even we played it. It was like an introduction to D and D. We made characters, but we never went really far than doing our little tutorial thing. So, but like just from pop culture, you know, um, D and D just um, marinating in pop culture and 
going through it, you know, we, we can catch certain things or at least appreciate shit because we're nerds and we know pop culture. Um, and that's why I really liked about this too. I think this is something anybody can really enjoy. Yeah. And I think that's why this, just based on the early screening that we went to, I have a sneaking suspicion that this movie is going to do like shockingly well at the box office. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I feel totally like it wrong. hit at the right time. I could be totally wrong, but I agree with Cole. It's hitting at the right time, right before like your big summer movies start hitting. But it's like that little preview of of some. I don't want to say summer, but this movie does have like spring summer vibes. I feel yeah, like. it, it kind of, and it's it an action of... movie for the kids too. Yeah, because you can't uh, yeah, show I... the kids John Wick, or you could. But are you no, pulling no, Zachary no. Levi on us? <laughs> like Zachary Levi said, you could go watch John Wick. Don't get me wrong. I love John Wick. I love John Wick. But you can't it's show that not, to the kids. It's not it's Christian. Not family friendly. It's not family, it's not family friendly. friendly. It's not family friendly. Don't get vaccinated and go watch Shazam too. Yeah. <laughs> in Shazam, Zachary Levi says, I do this for the one and only true God, Jesus Christ. Fury of Is the that God. true? Yeah. <laughs> no, he does not. Say yeah, he says Fury of the God. Of the God. He doesn't say gods. He says Fury of God. Well, I know the tagline of the movie is like, oh my gods. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's like I mean, that's, the main tagline of the movie. I guess that's fun. He doesn't yes. even say that. He says, oh, my G, because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to upset. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> in, in fact, in fact, on set, they don't call him Shazam. They have to call him Captain Marvel because um, he doesn't because Shazam, you know, means like the names of different gods. So he can't, you know, he can't make it seem like he's affiliated with them. Because yeah. And the rock his... made a call and said, and actually, you can't even mention me by name, motherfucker. In yeah. real life, in your own home. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rock worships the devil. Yes. Yeah, that's actually that's the main reason. We were talking we were talking about uh warlocks earlier making packs for superpowers. And the I'm just saying rock, war rock, oh warlock, oh connect the fucking pieces. G. I'm not gonna say the last word fully because that's crazy. Yeah. We're a family the Rock made podcast. a pact with Satan to get so muscular <laughs> and also has a lot of money to buy steroids. And he, uh, Kevin Hart used to be a part of him and he just broke him off from his flesh. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, oh man, didn't expect that to come out of your mouth cool you some can say witty, some fucking shit sometimes some witty social commentary am i right i don't even know if it's witty but <laughs> i don't even know if it's social commentary that's, that's what i enjoy about colt he has he reminds me of fox news he has no <laughs> colt has no filter he just I've says what he's, he, he says what the people are thinking and people are thinking <laughs> that kevin hart came from the rock <laughs> like he mother just says, Earth. i mean is it brave no is it funny? Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh oh my god. I, Fuck, I don't yeah. know where I'm trying to think about where to go about back about for the D. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we were talking about D D, huh? Oh, um, oh we were talking about it being a um yeah, it's it's basically a uh opening a gate to like hell. Uh, <laughs> no, no. There no, he no, goes no. again. <laughs> our fucking own Tucker Carlson. <laughs> 
it's leading to a what seems to be it's going to be a spring summer just fest of blockbusters yeah we actually have not to give too much away but we have an episode coming out in a few weeks where we talk about all of those yeah we do i want to give too much away I don't want to give too much away because I keep I keep wanting to like reference that because I, I do kind of talk about Dungeons and Dragons a little bit on there because like I said it it was like from the trailers I was just like man this is this is it could be really it could be really bad but yeah I this thought, movie had a lot of room to be bad this movie this movie could have very easily have been bad yeah but like I had this I just had this feeling I was like you know what this is gonna be some kind of top tier blockbuster i mean you know we we've had some really good ones in the past you know uh year or last year top gun maverick uh bullet train it's the only ones i can think of now that's uh, it two yeah movies that came out last year um no we're, we're on the rise again and uh yeah it definitely seems like obviously still coming out of like pandemic but like this year definitely feels like the year where we're finally getting like God, I hate to sound like such a fucking chud, but like actual, like big summer, you know, like uh, movies it's, that came out like when we were like kids and teenagers. But yeah, it's like gen, like genuinely good high budget blockbusters. That yeah, are like pretty yeah. simple. They're, yeah, they're, like they're fairly simple. I mean, we're getting a couple of superhero movies. Cool. We're getting Robots. Barbie. We're getting fucking Transformers, which Explosions. by the way, that, the fucking Transformer trailer we saw last night got me even more hyped for that movie. I'm so oh yeah, I, I was so. Yeah. Hyped. I looked at Riley. I, I, I yeah. said, taking the day off. Um, also, that <laughs> TMNT trailer. Oh, see, I, so I, I that's when we walked into the theater, so I actually missed that trailer. You know, now also I should mention too, Tanner. Uh, you did were, not miss much. There were only three trailers. Only really? three. Yeah. Yep. I wonder Mission if it was because it was like a fan event. Maybe that's what me and Colt thought. Uh, it was Mission Impossible, uh, Transformers, and then Team NT, and that was it. So you didn't miss oh. anything. Well, all bangers. Yeah, yeah they were. They got me hyped for Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible is going to be so fucking good. It I'm looks so, so good. I I'm need so, to catch up. Mission Impossible may be my most anticipated movie. Okay, we're talking about different shit now. Sorry, yeah, we're, not we're not there. We're not there. We're not there. We're not there. Uh, D&D, though, uh, uh, kind of going back to like not really effects but like the monsters too always oh, always yeah. so fascinated with like the creatures of dnd and to see owl bear owl bear yes no like that's not even a bit owl bear when i first heard about the owl bear i was like that is the coolest combination of two animals ever and they're both like two of my favorites well, well sorry it, owl, owl, bears, owl is more my favorite but anyway it's really cool too because like not only not only is the owl bear a combination of a bear and an owl, but it's also bigger than either creature. I yeah, I don't know how that happens. And also, its primary offense of the owl bear are like suplexes and just like Beating turning into a boulder and rolling. Yeah, and also too, if it has owl claws, like if because those That's bird shark. claws are big, are this basically bigger than bear claws. Those things will shred you. Mm hmm. Like, yep. that, like, that's, I love, like, that was so cool. And then also, too, th this was um, our droid character, Doric. She could turn, she could turn the owl bear. And what was cool, too, is that she literally turned into an owl and then turned into an owl bear. Her whole shape-shifting stuff was sick. Yeah, yeah, that was really good CG. As I really liked it when she turned into a fly. She just grew these wings and shrunk down. Yep. Turned yeah, into a mouse. There was a lot of, like, again, like we said, the, the CG effects were really cool. 
you're talking about the bear, the bird. Can I, do y'all mind if I go on a little bit of a tangent real quick? Sure. Okay. Wait a minute. Is I live it how I live it. No, wait a minute. Are you going to talk about breaking the Earth Earth's orbit? No, 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 okay. no. It's something else. Um, well, <laughs> we we don't even have enough time here, um, to even talk about that. Uh, so currently at at my at my job, um, I'm feuding with a bird. Um, okay, okay, he, like an employee. It, no, like a literal fucking bird. I mean, they um, could work there. They don't. Um, <sighs> but so on Monday, so keep in mind we're recording this on Thursday. So on Monday, I, I pull into the parking lot after my lunch, and this bird is like going ape shit on one of my coworkers like side view windows like mirror i go that's weird like i mean literally it's like pecking it like pecking its reflection in the mirror i go that's fucking crazy well tuesday i pull back into the parking lot well this bird lands on my car and starts doing that I'm like, uh. that's weird this seems intentional well then wednesday is really the day it started heating up so i get back from lunch and there are four birds uh, attacking my coworker's car. Well, then the one bird that I assume is the leader that has been attacking our cars the previous two days comes back to my car and attacks my car with me in it. Um, and I go, that's crazy. So I go, come in and tell two of my coworkers about it, and they look at me like I'm fucking insane because they're like, okay, whatever. There's not a bird attacking you. Well, then another coworker comes in and they go, hey Tanner. Are you aware of the bird that's been going fucking ape shit on your car? Literally, exact <laughs> quote. I go, are you doing a bit? Did they tell you about this fucking bird? I was like, you're doing a bit, right? And she goes, no. She goes, I spent my whole lunch hour watching this bird go fucking crazy on your car. I went, yeah, right? It's, it's attacking my car. So I come up with the theory that it thinks the parking lot is its nest, and it thinks my car is a bird is what I came up with. But yesterday, so I get back from lunch at 1230 yeah, on Wednesday. I leave at three on Wednesday. And there are five intentional globs of bird shit on my car. Fuck. I go, this is fucking, this is too far. Today I pull into work and I, it was my late day to come into work. So I, I didn't get there till 11. It's on another car in the parking lot going ape shit. I go, okay, this is too much. I come out for lunch. The, the bird is attacking my car. I come out from the, like getting off. I, I got off at six. When I tell you there is a clear imprint on my side view mirror on the passenger side of a, the top of a bird's fucking skull where it has headbutt and pegged my side view window. It's there. What so the what, fuck? I'm, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is, is <laughs> there has been a coordinated attack by this bird on my car for the last four days. So what you're saying is that you need Biden to send in the planes to take him out. What are you what you are saying is you need to enact your uh second amendment right. Did you Why'd have to you look say it, it like up? that? <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I couldn't remember. <laughs> Time to enact your fourth? Second Amendment right. <laughs> I couldn't remember for some reason. Anyway, it's time to quarter the troops in my house to kill this fucking bird. You gotta Please. shoot it. 
You gotta no, shoot I... it. <laughs> President Trump, please, please help save me. us. <laughs> please help Trump. me with this bird. President Trump, please. Um, no, but I have had conversations with my cat socks that uh, I may need to take him to my place. Just run at it and grab it. Just grab it and like squeeze <laughs> well, it. Well, I thought of that because the bird is not scared of me. So I have gotten quite close to this bird and taken photos of it as if that's, I'm going to fucking post the pictures and be like, if you see this fucking bird, watch out. Cause it's I've a got a fucking, fucking bounty criminal. on it. It's a criminal bird, but I've had to have conversations yeah. with my cat about um, bringing him to work. And then I'm like, <laughs> I don't think socks is capable of killing a bird because he's an inside cat and he doesn't have like the hunter instincts of say a panther. Um, it doesn't take much to squish a bird's to death. Just squeeze mm -hmm. it and just close your eyes and squeeze as hard as you can. Colt, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, just isolate that audio. Uh, Colt said that. Me and Tanner did not. Yeah, I let the record show that uh, <laughs> you know, Fox News Colt over there uh, <laughs> was me, talking about squishing a bird. Me and Tanner do not advocate killing wildlife viciously. No. Just Unless... in a like calm manner only. Well, I so I did have the thought cuz I'm convinced this bird may try to attack me. Attack it first. And I, well <laughs> Okay, now to be fair, if it does attack you, you have every right to hit it. Yeah, and that, so, it to death. so that's what I'm saying. Nice. Well, I had a vision. <laughs> raven? <laughs> no, this isn't a raven. Um, oh my god! I know what you're doing. Um, I because I don't want to hurt it too bad. So I I have looked into a pair of boxing gloves to keep in my car. Oh my god! What? <laughs> so I can punch this bird if it, <laughs> if it decides to attack me. Um, only self defense boxing gloves. But if this bird decides to start shit with me, I you know you should. Mama said, "Knock you out." You know, get some MMA gloves. Get some gloves, get a taser, get pepper spray. Yeah, just spray pepper spray to the air. I should ask the security guard that comes to to my place of work if I could use his taser. Just have a bunch of self-defense. Have a self-defense kit. Yeah, yeah. I want to start carrying a police baton. <laughs> just pick your like, camera, it, swing it, it in the air. <laughs> but no, I, I, have, I have seriously looked into a pair of boxing gloves. You should do it. Sure. Well, that's all I wanted to say. Um, yeah. I figured by the time we recorded a mainline episode, uh, the bird problem would be solved one way or another. <laughs> oh my uh, god, you're gonna squish it! <laughs> <laughs> I did get so mad yesterday. I said, "I'm about to." I was talking uh, to my mom. I said, "I'm about to Ozzy Osbourne this bitch." <laughs> <laughs> gonna fucking bite its head off, uh, okay. which I would never do. Yeah, you don't want to get a, a disease. I mean, you eat chicken. Okay, but it's not like I would <laughs> grab a fucking chicken off the farm and be like, "Time to eat," and bite its head off. I love raw chicken. It feels good when it. Not comes only out. raw chicken, but a live chicken. Imagine a fucking chicken beak in your mouth. Oh God! Alive. That sounds awful. Yeah, because it'd probably still be moving. Probably. <laughs> you, think well, yeah. people you think people listening to this expected this conversation an hour in? No. <laughs> no. They're going to see the runtime for this podcast and be like, oh, wow, a nice, concise review of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm very excited. And then it's this. What's your favorite scenes from Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, what's your favorite 
Saints. Oh, well, since y'all both asked the question, I guess I'm answering first. Yeah, Tanner. Uh, (laughs) Um, like I said earlier, I really did enjoy the, the main like sword fight between Zink and like the Zink and, uh, the mercenary guy. That was really cool. Pretty much all the action set pieces were really fun, but I think my, man, I'm I'm trying to think of a non-action scene. Um, I would say my favorite non-action scene is probably God when they tackled Jonathan out of the window was really fucking funny. <laughs> it was That's so good. fucking because it's funny. just like because like again the the suit it's a suit like it's a guy in a fucking bird suit that they tackle so it's just it literally looks like they're tackling like fucking Big Bird but instead of it being Big Bird it's, it's like a, griffin. a fucking Griffin Raven bro thing um, and, he, and it he just looks like really funny imagine if somebody went on sesame street and started fighting big bird yeah okay i can imagine so, that yeah <laughs> like if somebody just really wanted to fuck up the muppets uh but yeah I would, I would say that but all the action set pieces were really well done i thought yeah yeah, if uh, I had to pick a favorite scene, it'd probably be the one where they're interview interviewing, questioning the dead. And uh the first <laughs> one especially where he's like, All right, were you at this battle? All right, okay. And uh how many questions does he have do I have? Five, right? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> he starts he starts asking questions, questions and he's answering. To- Simon, but since he's asking general questions in the vicinity, the dead assumes that it's questions for him. Because the whole point of this scene is um, they have a token, they uh, recite it, and then the dead reawakens, ask them five questions, and they go back to being dead, and they can never ask that same dead person again. Yeah, they're dead forever. And it's really funny because there's a whole bit, too, where they they ask a guy and they're, they're having to go to so many dead people because apparently the battle that they were in was just so fucked up. <laughs> so many people died. Um, and one guy fucking hit his head <laughs> on a bathtub. Um, anyway, they, uh, they end up with one guy who they only had to ask him like two questions or whatever. And so they're like, well, we just can't leave him here. And so they ask him like some basic, like, well, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite food? <laughs> what's your favorite, uh, thing or whatever. And then finally they're like, what's two plus two. I was never really good at math. And then that's it. <laughs> and then there was a final one, but they don't ask him the final question. So he just sits there. And that was actually a, the uh, mid credit scene was him wanting to be put back to, to being dead. And he Pretty never funny. will be. No, he won't. Which is kind of sad. Um, yeah. Uh, if if I had to say a favorite scene, um, God, there really there really is a ton because it, it's such a fun fucking movie. Um, I would say the scene with Simon, um, performing in the theater. Oh, okay, that is good. a good scene. That's yeah, good. that that was just that was funny of him doing magic tricks and then uh using reverse gravity. That was pretty cool. Oh, she also big dragon, also big dragon. Yeah, yeah fat, fat dragons are good scene. Good. Uh, a lot of the magic scenes were really sick. I, I really yes. like how they depicted the magic in this movie. Also, two genuinely terrifying moments. Uh, Sophina, whenever she detects the druid Doric, um, she does 
straight a bit out of um Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Where she just starts screaming and pointing. Uh, and then there's a part in there, I don't remember this name, but it's like basically a panther with these two two tails that have spikes on them, and it can project holograms of itself. And there's a moment in there where it jumps out and it's fucking scared everybody in the theater. Including so me. I mean, it, it scared me and Colt. It was so good. I, I really yeah. like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I, I, I really, we really can't say enough good things about the movie. Cause I mean, I also, I mean, I was expecting like a fun run of the mill. Po- I was expecting something akin to a cocaine bear. Just like, Hey, this is going to be fun to turn my mind, my brain off. See some just fucking stupid shit for like two hours. And, you know, like a, a solid three-star movie. I, th- yeah. I thought this movie was fantastic. I mean, I haven't seen a ton of twenty, ton of 2023 releases yet, but this is my favorite movie of the year up to this point. Um, Which, if you would have told me that even a month ago, I'd been like, there's no fucking way I'm going to like Dungeons & Dragons more than, like, Shin Ultraman, for instance. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do. Yeah. That's fair. It is because it's uh it's my um it's probably the fourth 2023 film I've seen this year and it's in second place for me because it's so fucking good. What do you got at first? Uh so the way I do my 2023 films is any film that has that comes to theaters in 2023 or comes to streaming in 2023. Oh, so you have Skin Rink at number one? Yeah. Uh yeah, I love Skin Rink. And then I, I put Dungeon Dragons as number two, and then number three uh, is Shin Ultraman, and number four is Infinity Pool. Which, all those movies are good. It's just that two of them are really good. Better. Yeah, yeah, I think that's my same order, too. Because we've seen the same fucking movies. Yeah, I guess I should include Skin Rink on my list, so I've actually seen five 2023 movies. Yeah. What, I mean, what, we've been praising this movie so much. I might as well shit on it a little. Well, we can talk oh. about some bad stuff. Uh, I, I will say, though, like like Tanner said, I, I assumed, like I said, I thought it was going to be a top-tier, high-budget blockbuster, but at the same time, I thought it'd be kind of kind of gimmicky, like Cocaine Bear, or maybe like uh, Violent Night or something like that. Um, but no, it, it adapts uh, the D&D um, game into a very uh, high-quality way, like high-quality... Um, way and uh format with uh some pretty uh top tier acting um acting but not from one person. well i, I will get i want to say we'll... this right now because i'm ahead, bothered not really bothered it's just, not bothered it's this just... is the least favorite thing about the movie i'm sure she's probably a nice person in real life but i don't think michelle rodriguez is a good actor at all oh watching the Watching the scenes with her like dying at the end of the movie, it was horrible. Felt, it was just nothing. so cringy. I I was like, just go ahead and die and get re- resurrected because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> and her, pretty pretty- the way she talked sounded like an English dubbed anime voice. It was well, not great. And, and that was the weird thing too because it, that I I will say that maybe my one gripe of the movie. I will say I thought you were going to go in a different direction because Riley also had a complaint about a actor in the movie 
Uh, but it was fucking Kira, the kid. Riley was like, man, it's a little kid's... kid. Yeah, yeah. Riley was like, that kid sucks shit. I was like, well, Riley, they're a child. And she was like, yeah, but there's good child actors. <laughs> I mean, just... there are, but I didn't think she was that bad. I, I didn't thought think she was that bad. I thought the part Please. where she's being held at knife point, she looked like she was legit. Like, go- she felt yeah. like she was legit gonna be killed. And for all we know, she could have been. Hugh Grant's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I I will say Michelle Rodriguez's character went back and forth between like fucking dumb barbarian and like actually I can't I am very well spoken. Let me sing this song. That was like the one weird part of the movie. It yeah, yeah I don't understand that, why she like was, she goes like, back and forth that, between yeah. like I I caveman I the fire ooh ah ooh ah and like. like Time to sing this epic song, la 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 la. It seems like, like she. It, it's kind of funny because it seems like Zank should have been more. Uh, she should have been more like Zank in terms of like, with like saying expressions and not understanding them, rather than being like what she is. It was kind of back and forth, like you said. It was yeah. really. It just wasn't. It was just awkward. Yeah, because uh, they introduce again, um, Bradley Cooper's new girlfriend. Who I assume is at, at least a similar kind of race than uh, well, Olga. They 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 wear kind of the same outfits. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much wearing very similar outfits. Um, and like she, she's like normal. So I don't I don't know what the the cast like the I guess the direction for Olga was because again she she did kind of go back and forth. Um, with that, but I thought everybody else in the movie was so strong that I really didn't notice it that much. Yeah, especially I was very impressed by Justice Smith, who I was not a huge fan of in Detective Pikachu. What? Um, we've discussed that I like Detective Pikachu the least out of the whole fucking group. We've discussed this, I think. Yeah, Yeah. but he was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. I think he was my favorite character in the whole movie. That's yeah. fair. He was really fun. He was yeah, so good. Like super funny. Like just had had his comedic timing down very, very well. And I, I just I really I really enjoyed him. I and I never thought like again, I never thought like, oh man, I really like the kid from Detective Pikachu in this Dungeons and Dragons movie. Just <laughs> not a sentence I thought I would I would have ever said. I mean, also Chris Pine was good. I mean, Chris Pine's rarely bad. So yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris Pine. Yeah, like I said, everybody in the movie was good. Um, I just think that Justice Smith was was really good. Like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought he, he, I thought he, he was, was very funny. He was very surprising for yeah. you. Yeah, I um, for you. No, no. I mean, I I will say like I I like Justice Smith. I I, I liked him in De- Detective Pikachu. Didn't really. Um, didn't really expect for him to be also my favorite character. I, I loved him. I, I thought he was funny, fantastic, charming. I thought he was great. Just a fun, just fun. Um, but like I said, I mean, there was, I mean, the whole cast, like I said, almost whole cast, almost uh, just major acting talent that they used mm. for this high fantasy blockbuster. I really good. And, and, um, and Michelle Rodriguez wasn't bad. In my opinion, she wasn't, wasn't bad. Good. Just was she a was, just was she, the weak point of the main cast. She was very mid. I mean, With, if you want to, and I think that nice. was, and I do think part of it was a a character direction point because again, it it just kind of went back. And was forth it? With her Have you seen Fast and the Furious? 
and Avatar 1. She's a very one-note actress. She plays the same character nearly in every single movie that she plays that I've seen. I've seen all the Fast and the Furious movies except for the newest one, then the Avatar. She's mostly known for Fast and the Furious, though. I, you know, I'm... I'm not going to hold because I do I do think it was character direction stuff. Like, I don't think the director was like, hmm, Michelle came in today. But now, but now, dumb. well, OK, but you have to think, too. Did she have how much influence did he have? Did she have on character? Sure, direction? sure. I mean, yeah, you're totally <laughs> right. And that's just something where, you know, there's no it could way be. Fucking yeah. Know. Um, um, yeah, I, I I like Cole. I, I just every time she almost every time she was kind of. Um, besides her fighting and kicking ass, I mean, I, her lines and delivery were just, it was just bad. I will say the moment though, with Bradley Cooper being there and talking to her, um, weirdly wholesome moment. <laughs> and yeah. it was, it was so uncanny with Bradley Cooper being so tiny, but it was really Bradley Cooper is such a, so good, such a good actor. Hey, just want to get another look at you. Good, good writing. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I mean, and and then if we if we want to if we want to say some other oh if we want to say some other criticisms of it i mean there's certain things that are predictable and it you know it, it's obvious but that doesn't mean it still can't be fun yeah i um, mean and worthwhile again too with this being a heist movie definitely a movie for this the d i mean it is a predictable ass fucking movie yeah like i, I don't think that's unfair to say um but just because it's predictable like a movie can be predictable and still good yeah yeah um, and and that's and that's where it gets kind of meta too because it's a it's a D and D campaign so yeah. like I I really I really appreciate that as it, well I mean it's just it, I, honestly I I think anybody listening to this at this point that ha that if we haven't sold you on it I I don't know if there is selling you on it but if you just want a because at the end it is a movie you can kind of just go in turn your brain off and just and just watch it. It's pretty. It's nice to look at. It's not like the fucking you know, gray, black and brown and fucking white of Marvel movies. Like there's actually some pop, some color in it. It's really nice. I mean, it's nice to look at. It's just a fun fucking movie. Like it's really and, and maybe uh cuz I gave it 4 stars on Letterbox. And maybe I'm overrating it a little. But at the end of the day, first of all, my fucking rating, I'll overrate whatever the fuck I want. But second Absolutely. of all, um, it's just, I mean, it's just a fun ass movie. Like I walked out of that movie. I was like, wow, I'm genuinely surprised that I enjoyed that movie that much. I thought it was actively great in some places. Is it a perfect movie? No, I'm not comparing this to some of my favorite movies of all time, but as a fun two hour experience, there was a Thousands of worse ways you can spend your time. Yeah, yeah I, I, agree. I, I agree. I I came out of there. I was like, damn, I had a great time. Yeah, like, I mean, and I gave it four stars as well. I gave it four stars. I, I, I don't, don't feel like I overrated it. I, no, I, I don't, no, and I don't, and I don't I, either. I mean, but you I said I, you did. 
Okay, but I see what you're saying, Tanner, because I do feel that too. But at the same time, like you said, like I just had so much fucking fun. It, it, it it's just I can't. I it just doesn't feel right to rate it any lower. You know, like I can't go beyond four, but I can't go below that. It's yeah, just, it, it's too it's too just stellar with its with its cast, with its monsters, with its sets, with its costumes. I mean, with its humor, um, with its intrigue as well. I mean, it's not like, like I mean, but with Tanner even the Seth, music. In, music. in the movie is good. It's like music very, good. very fantasy D and D ish. I mean, it's really what I, the only thing I can there, say it is. There's never a dull moment either. Like it, it's all, it's all you like the entire runtime and everything is used. Um, Purposefully, purposefully yeah there, there's never I, that is a good a good point i wanted to bring up there's never a point in the movie i'm like god this is a fucking drag everything in the movie very akin to a, a typical like tabletop role-playing game one shot it's all all action or all important dialogue yeah and there's never a and even like the important dialogue in this movie is like funny like the scene where they're in the cemetery talking to the to the dead to the corpse yeah it's it's just good it's good it's like kind of like banter Uh, yeah yeah even the banter like when they're just riding on fucking horses is good i mean it's funny it's funny it felt like like actual people playing a DD campaign just having banter and then um for them to kind of problem solve and figure things out i mean and then also too that doing i guess what you would call like skill checks or whatever and they fuck up or fail it feels like a DD campaign it was yeah. really fun yeah yep and, and, and they didn't and they didn't have to be like somebody didn't have to be like skill check you know like to to be like this is a DD movie so we gotta make these references like no it, it's it's built and flawlessly and flows seamlessly like natural, like a natural movie. And then it's a, uh, you know, slap on dungeons and dragons on it. And it's yep. good. Thousand percent agree. I hope they make a, uh, a fucking dungeons and dragons esque movie every fucking year for the rest of forever. I, I want them to do a series <laughs> or, or, or uh, I want them to do more. I apparently I there is, a, apparently there is a television series in the works. Oh, uh, t- okay. I don't, I don't know. I assume it'd be on Paramount, but uh, I don't see any reason why they can't just do one-off self-contained stories within the large Dungeons and Dragons. Especially, I feel like that's what we're going to get, especially if this movie does do like a $35, $40 million opening weekend and doesn't really have like a huge drop-off. I do feel like that's probably the direction we're going to go in, but I don't mind because there's a lot of cool shit that you can do. And you don't have to do any fucking multiverse stuff or we're going to no. cross over our Honor Among Thieves with this and do a huge crossover. No, just do fucking self-contained D&D stories for the rest of forever. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, it's easy. And yeah. like and like Tanner said, you don't need any you don't need any um prior information. I mean, nope, you, you don't just... have to sign Chris Pine on for six more D&D movies. Nope, you can just go in and watch it and be entertained. Yep. I, and uh, honestly, if I'm Hasbro and Paramount and everybody else, don't know why you don't do that. So, and then if anything, it might even push you to look up stuff and get into it. Yeah, I mean, again, again, Riley has been pestering me for like three years to play D and D. Um, I feel, I feel like this movie was the push over the edge, where she's like, okay, like actually for real, let's play D and D. So that, like, that, that's. Well, that's cool. And, uh, you know, I, you know, 
I, anytime she shows an interest in like the nerd shit I like, I'm super excited. So the fact that I would say she's maybe even a little more excited about this stuff than I am, because uh, she also went four stars on it. Um, nice. It, it's yeah. really is really cool. So that, yeah, that is really. It, cool. It's a it's a it's a great movie. I'm I'm really glad. I I, I don't want. I hope we're it. still talking about this movie at the end of the year. Yeah, like I don't want to undersell it because I really want people to go see this and. Like I was telling Cole, like after watching this, I was like, damn, I really want to play. I want to get into a D&D. Like I want to make a new character, work on them and then just start something. And I was like, man, but who? Because I know because Tanner also tells us about how Riley pesters him about starting a D&D campaign. But the thing is, is like we're like, well, who the fuck can we get to host it? Because I want to be in the game. I don't want to yeah. host or anything. So like it's just like it's just like we have to get somebody who will be a dungeon master um to really pop it off uh yeah and and you know uh, definitely something that i think is going to be looked into a little bit more coming out of this cuz i think we all came out of this like you know what maybe playing D&D would be fun i mean and we've all played tabletop games we've never played actual proper D&D but we've all played tabletop a proper D&D sometimes can be very constricting i like the loose with it oh yeah no same we've i i shouldn't say we've never we've never played dungeons and dragons we yeah. have played tabletop role playing games before but we've never have but have played Dungeons and Dragons, I guess. Yeah, I should say. Yeah, yeah, any anything we would play would have to be fucking fast and loose because the last tabletop rolling playing game we um, played, uh, we killed God in the first play session and never played again. Yep, um, <laughs> because we, we we couldn't. We killed God. Yeah, we and we made we Cody pretty so much, mad. We pretty much destroyed the whole and meta if, of the campaign. In and if God hours. wanted to start the campaign again, we'd be like, no, we killed you. <laughs> so yeah. yeah but yeah uh definitely recommend going out and see there's a lot of good movies in theaters right now yeah um I, I will say the one point this has over all the other big movies in theaters right now is you don't have to watch anything else to get it there's not three john wick movies there's, there's not, not two other two. Creed movies yeah there's yeah. not you don't have to watch the first shitty fucking Shazam to watch the second shitty fucking Shazam. Hey, you, you can just go in and watch this that. and enjoy it. I have you the seen the first Shazam? Shazam? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, the first Shazam is is pretty fun. Now, um, I loved it. it yeah, fun. I was about to say I I think everybody in our group is actually a likes the I, first Shazam. I want to see the second one, but it's like it's just it's just got that stinky DC stank on it now. I, I don't want to say DC stank, but like. Between Zachary Levi stank. The Zachary Levi stink. Also the Rock stink. Also the Ezra Miller stink. I mean, it's just like, can we just fucking blow up the DC EU now? And like, can we hurry up and get that James Gunn Superman movie? Yeah. Uh, keep Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I do agree with that. I can't see anybody. Well, I, I mean, no. Gaga's about to be Harley Quinn. Well, but I she mean, just doesn't I, bring the same energy. It's going to be a I, different Harley Quinn. I, no, yeah. I, I agree. It's well, going to be two totally Suicide different. Suicide Squad was James Gunn, so he would keep Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. True. True. Theoretically, yeah. Just saying. Because that was his choice. Um, Give yeah. the Joker to uh, uh, Morgan Freeman. Why? 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 Okay. So serious. Oh, um, 
get the Joker to me. I'll be the Joker. Give we, the Joker all the Joker to Hugh Grant. Oh, there we go. And guess who's Batman? Chris Pine. Hugh Grant. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Chris Pine we... is Batman. Hugh Grant is Joker. That's interesting, though. Uh, is it? Can, they can do that. Um, that one uh, comic story where uh, Clark Kent lands in uh, Wayne Manor and he grows up to become Batman. I don't know that one. I don't know what you're talking about. You're saying shit. You're faking it. You're yeah, not... I'm just making it up. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, though. But... Have you got uh, anything else to say about this movie? Yeah, I was going to say, any last words on D&D before we kind of wrap this little bad boy up in a little bad bow? Uh, I, I will say, currently on Letterboxd, it has a, it's still at a steady 3.6, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a critic rating of 89% and audience score of 91%. Hell yeah. yeah it's a fun time. I, I I honestly see its letterbox average probably going up a little bit. Maybe definitely not to like four. No, no. Definitely, you know, go up to maybe a three seven, three eight three seven or three eight. Um but yeah, I mean it, and obviously, you know, go see the movie, form your own opinion. But uh coming from these three lads, it's a thumbs up. Yeah. Yes. Both thumbs. Whoa, two All thumbs. three of mine. Whoa. <laughs> Let's just say the letter D equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, three. <laughs> Let's just say the letter D equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, the letter th- number three. Uh, Let's well, just say the letter P. E-N-I-S. What? Let's just say the letter O and equal sign, equal sign, equal sign (laughs) V-I-I-I. Now, tell me what that is. Spelled. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Can we just plug it? Yeah, I'll go into plugs. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to right after review. Like I said, we'll definitely have more of these in the future. Um, we'll actually probably talk about soon what other movies we'd want to do this with, but as always, thank you for listening. Uh, you can check us out on SoundCloud, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, all your favorite podcasts, RSS feed catchers. But if you're listening to this, you know that you can follow us on Twitter at AYCH podcast. Recently we have put out, uh, well, but if you're listening to this on day of release, last week I did a huge ranking of 111 different foods and drinks I tried on my trip at Disney World and ranked them. It went three hours. I went fucking stupid with it. I ranked one through 111. Go listen to that. It's awesome. Uh, on the AYCH main feed. Over on AYCH Extra, uh, we released an episode of Muscle Orchestra this week. Muscle Orchestra number two. Talking about WrestleMania weekend, talking about hashtag the Chris 100, talking about some wrestling from Japan, from Mexico, in America. It's good stuff. Go check that out. Um, Cajun Greatness just put up yesterday on the Cajun Greatness feed at Cajun Greatness uh, their 100th ish episode. Go check that out. It's a good time. Somebody almost dies in it. Not a bit. Go check it out. 
Uh, in a bit. Uh, the last backlog boys we released. We did game of the year 2022 over on the AYCH extra feed. Go check that out. Listen to everything we've ever released. It's all good. We have almost six years of content out there for you. Go check L- it out. And, and listen to our episode where we talk about um, our fantasy video game league betting and see uh, <laughs> see how that's unfolding as games have released. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, do do that, too. Yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. You know oh, what? Yeah. We should uh, we should do an update for that next episode. Yeah. I just realized that. Okay. Anyway, oh, sorry. Plug. Oh my. <laughs> my name Colt. Follow me on Twitter. Colt D zero zero. Um, do yourself a favor and uh, just print out a picture of the brain butt creature and just kiss it every night before you go to bed. I second that. I but. have been doing that for months. What? Oh. Uh, How'd you get thank- a fuck? Thank you for listening. I'm Wenzel. We won't address that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Wednesday Wilkie. You can follow my art Instagram at World of Wednesday. Go to my bookstagram. Um, well, it's not really much of a bookstagram now. It's just kind of my blog where I talk about movies, music, and but most importantly, books, because it did start out as a book, bookstagram. Um, but I'm starting to do more about talking about bo- movies and books or music. Um, but go follow that. Uh, Wenzel Banters. Uh, go to my store. Uh, worldofwindsy.bigcartel.com I sell prints and stickers um, I do have commissions open currently but uh, I will be leaving in April uh, 18th for a month in the Philippines so before that I will close my uh, store and my commissions before then um, so hop on then while you can if you do commission me like a week before I I probably can't get to it so I might I might just close my commissions super early um, so you, you visit my store while you can before I leave, and uh, and it's never coming back. So order now. No, no, it will come back. It'll just no, be, please, just it'll be I'm trying to get you money. I'm trying to get you money. It's limited, never coming back ever again. Now you now you say it, Wenzel, because legally you have to say that it's coming back. It's never coming back. It's coming um, back, but it's never coming back. Never, it's never coming back. It's coming back at the uh, back in May, middle May. Limited uh, release. Yeah, limited release. Anyway, go Kidding. to my link tree. It's in my bio for everything. It has my links for everything, including my Kofi, where you can donate a um, little bit of money. I appreciate it. And um, go check out Backlog Boys. And uh, thank you. All right. Go in a circle. Make any last? Bounce. Any last words? Uh, that's so funny. I'm kicking the floor. Okay. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs>